What up, Doe? What's going on? Howdy, howdy. This is Sean Crow. Matt Benavides. Matthew Gregory. And this is the MSM Podcast. So on this day, July 22nd, as you know, we're recording a day late. We're sorry we left you guys for a day. I know you're panicked, but we're back. Um, this day, 1997, Greg Maddox pitches a complete game with just 76 pitches. Gregory, what's the difficulty on that? That's insane. How do you even do that? That I. Uh, You're I'm, just throwing strikes, and then they're just rolling over or popping it up. I'm about to say it's got to be he, ground balls. I would love. Uh, he probably has no strikeouts, but he's just pitching a contact, and his yeah, stuff has got such late filth that the the guys are just out in front rolling out, rolling it out there, and then they're yeah. just eating it up on the infield. Yeah, that's got to be it. Everything's low and outside to every. You know, it's all off speed. I mean, he's the doc, man. That's what they called him back because he was just surgical on the mound. Like he would yeah, hit his spots, put it where. Honestly, nobody can make contact, and if they did, it was weak contact, and they roll it over on the infield. Yeah. A great uh, Greg Maddox story, really quick. Uh, he was known for being like the prankster and like the <laughs> troll in the locker room. Yeah. So what he would do is he would go up to like younger players, like rookies, and they'd be in the showers, and he'd start talking to them, and they'd be talking to Greg Maddox, and they'd be like, why is he talking to me so close in the showers? And they would look down, and they realize he was like pissing on their leg. Oh my <laughs> and then, god! But that's like at the time, he's like he would always do it to young guys. He's like, what are you gonna do? Like go tell on Greg Maddox? He's yeah. Like, the best pitcher in the league at the time. Like yeah, they're not gonna cut him. Like they're not gonna trade him. Like so he would just do it just to mess with the young guys. Oh, so that's fun. shout out to Greg Maddox for that. Uh, we're gonna get into more Braves stuff a little bit later. We have our, a buddy calling in talk Braves. But um, as of right now, the most important thing, Gregory, baseball is back. How are you feeling? I'm so amped. I was glued the other night just watching yeah. the expo- exposition. Good lord, I'm so excited. Can't even talk. And <laughs> exhibition. Watch- yes. Watching one of those games uh, was amazing. It was free on the MLB app. Uh, we, Is that where you want? I've been yeah. trying to catch it. it sorry, sorry. They, I think they were doing just a free game a day. So I think that's oh, one okay. of the things. As they to, should. Yeah, I mean, there, there were so many games going on. And they put the Astros and Royals, and it was amazing. Uh, Lance McCullers looked so good. Uh, really? That yeah. was one of the things I was really worried about because – you know, you have Grinky, you have Verlander, who's your number three? Yeah. Who's your four? Who's your five? You lose Garrett Cole, you lose Wade Miley. Lance McCullers, he uh, had towards, um, had Tommy John, and okay. then he, um, you know, this whole COVID thing. So he had almost a year and a half to kind of recoup. Wow. And the boy looked good. Did he? Good. He learned how to throw a changeup. Hey, there we go. Bro, he, he was used to be a two-pitch. That's uh, it? Yeah, he just fastball, curveball, which, hey, that's okay. But to be a starting pitcher, you need a decent three. And yeah. by godly, his changeup was silly. He really? struck out two people with it. And it was just – I feel nice. like any left-hander batter who'll throw that away because it was breaking away from him. Oh, okay. It's like a slider coming the other way from a, um, a right-hander batter. And he looked good. He went uh, five strong innings, uh, gave up one run. Um, struck out a few people, um, nice. but the boys, man, they came, they look good. Was that the game they exploded? No. So the game, that game, it was six to one. Okay. And then, um, still look good. good. Uh, Springer looked good. Bregman, Altuve, uh, the next game they exploded. They won like 16 to five. Yeah. That's when there was just so, bombs on bombs. So I want to talk about that one really quick. Yeah. Um, wait, is that, is that the game? They got pegged three times. Yeah. So they got. And I think that was another thing. Now, my question is, okay. I don't. they don't really have beef with the Royals, right? Well, that's the thing. It, this whole cheating thing, I think everybody's going to kind of address it their own way. I mean, there could be, you know, teams, there might, there might be individuals that played with them or against them on different teams that year throughout these years. So, Because my, my question was, is do you think that was because of that or because they were getting spanked like, 15 to three or whatever it was you know some of those i was i think some of those they were just trying to address the plate and you know because you can't have people crowding the yeah, plate you so you gotta can. you know you gotta throw inside sometimes you can't be afraid to go inside see and watching some of those highlights you know they're just trying to get them to step back and because look at the score because there were there were hogging that plate they were crowding it, and they were just dropping bombs. Yeah, and I mean, if you if you go back and watch the replays of of, I know Bregman's hit by pitch. It, I mean, he, he it grazed yeah. the inside, and don't get me wrong, it's still you still got hit by the pitch, but in terms of like no one got the, hit too the hard. pain factor. Yeah. 
Eh. It just it's just ironic because it was Altuve, it was Bregman, yeah, it was yeah. George Springer. Those are the three that got hit. It wasn't like you know the Triple A ball player Taylor Jones, yeah, of course, who is a monster. That guy's like six five, and he had a just a donkey mash. Really, yeah, man, <laughs> four twenty nine. Yeah, that's that's a long way. Good that's night. Way. So it looks like the Altuve and the Bregman came in the second inning when the bases were loaded. So it's like that's why I think like okay maybe that's not on purpose because I feel like if you're gonna beam somebody on purpose you do it the first batter at the beginning of the inning you're not gonna do it bases loaded, bases loaded you know? twice in a row and this this is what's gonna be so unless it's because it's an exhibition game and you don't really care it doesn't count yeah I mean that makes sense <laughs> so. but this is what is gonna be so crucial this year is you know obviously if they had a full season I feel like MLB teams would address it more but now since it's cond- condensed down to sixty games yeah. I don't know if people or players are going to want to really address it. They might throw one pitch, but if you give them a free pass with the dangerous lineup they already possess, because yeah. you got to remember yeah. last year they were compared with the uh, the 1917 Murderers Row Yankees. Right. right. They were like the second greatest offensive team in history of baseball. Wow. And they're pretty much returning all those guys yeah. back. And, you know, last year they didn't cheat. Yeah, allegedly. I would say we don't know that for uh, sure. We, we don't know that for sure, but you know they had that same team, and Springer can mash, Bregman yeah, can mash, good. Altuve's no, he's really not their best player anymore. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say so either. I mean, Bregman, uh, Springer, you got Jordan, you got Yuli, you got Carlos Correa for sure. Correa, he's healthy. I mean, so their team is from top to bottom. Other than their catcher, that's the only really problem I have is not really sure what they're going to do there. They might address that trading, but. They look good, man. I, I'm just excited. Baseball is back, and I was just geeking out. I, I, I did not hang out with you guys that night. My apologies. Offended, That's all I did was just watch uh, baseball, no, I, and I it was great. Yeah, so another team that that you know was back on the map, which everyone's looking forward to, is my – New York Yankees. That's oh, right. That's the end of the show, guys. That's right. Hey, man. <laughs> Wrap that up. So they played Saturday and Sunday. They beat the Mets, Mets both days. On Sunday, though, home run fest. Aaron Judge goes deep twice. El Gadi Sanchez, de lo mil personal, also hit Ooh. a bomb as well, 426 freaking feet. We're coming for 28 rings, bro. And, mm. and it'll be here before you know it. I well, think these yeah. are the two teams that I think – Everybody's paying attention to another big yeah. uh, game was Dodgers. They hung twelve on the D backs. They looked really good, um, but I I think everyone's on the same page. It's Yankees and Astros in the American League. Am I wrong? No, yeah. I, I, th- I think you're right. I think it'd be I, uh, I one of those two. Yeah, I agree. I think it's those two. Now the other two teams I would say to keep an eye out on are the Tampa Bay Rays because they can pitch, mm-hmm. and then I would say the Minnesota Twins because they can rake. Yeah. Really? Yeah, they, you don't um, put the Red Sox up there at all. Red Sox, no. I they mean, don't have the pitching this year, do they? Uh, see, I'm no. I'm they're pitching. They're sus- enough, you know, but. they're pitching. They'll do all right. Yeah. Um, they just don't have. I mean, you just traded Mookie Betts. Yeah. Oh well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then that's why <laughs> I say you that, have you know? that drop. Love that. You know. Um, but I think uh, those teams, those two teams, I would watch. Uh, the Rays, they're just a scrappy team. They're kind of remind me of the A's as well. Yeah. Um, but the Rays, I, I like them this year because they're the ones that started with their fifth man instead of putting a starter out there. They were doing the bullpen work. So they oh, like just full rotation. Yeah, they did a full rotation oh, on their nice. fifth day. And that could be crucial because in terms of depth, if yeah. anybody gets COVID or stuff starts to go around, they already have pitchers that can do this. Or if yeah. they need to throw a game and just pitch a bullpen, yeah. Their bullpen's number one. So they got good pitching on as well as starting and in their bullpen, they can scrap out some hits. And then you have the Twins who can just mash. Uh, they <laughs> the, were second. The Joe Mauer power hour. They were second to the Yankees last year in home runs. Uh, and, it, and the Yankees and Twins broke the home run record last year. Jeez. And they're pretty much returning their whole team. Uh, so, And I think they signed uh, – I don't, don't quote me on this one. I don't know <laughs> if Josh Donaldson went to the Twins. Ooh, uh, couldn't tell Not you. sure where he went there. But – I. Again, the Twins, I know they came uh, yeah. pretty much uh, fully loaded still. So, I mean, those are the four teams I have. But having said that, Yankees, Astros are going to be my two picks for the AL. Yeah, yeah. I think um, another thing that you were talking about, the reason why I think the, the Rays – I think the Rays – Oh, he did? Good. He went to the Troy, uh, Twins? Yeah, he went to the Minnesota Twins. Nice. Josh Donaldson, there you have it. Yeah. Um, 
Another thing that I think the Rays could be special is because they will not um, be affected by not having fans in the stands due to Corona. <laughs> that's how it's been for the past 12 years. They got yep. that unfair advantage. That's huh? right. They've been there before. They they already Familiar know. Familiar territory. Right. So I guess my thing is, is, is um, one – just it's it's good to see baseball back. You guys yes. know me. I'm not the biggest yeah. baseball fan in the world, but just to have to go what, March is when they start when they start. April or March? April? Late they April? Usually we start April. Yeah. Yeah. So April, May, June, almost four months, no baseball, Gregory. I know you were itching. Ooh, it it was it was terrible. I felt like Dave Chappelle, you know, Tyrone Biggins. <laughs> Tyrone <laughs> Biggins. Yeah, that, that's how Love I felt. It. Um, but gosh, I'm glad baseball's back. I'm glad I can just you know, we don't have cable, but I might get it just so I can. I know. <laughs> you can't go to a bar now. You know, bars yeah, are closed still. Fair. So, I mean, uh, it's going to be interesting. I might have to sign up for the MOB app or something. Plug okay, there. Yeah. So, MOB, just, if you hear us, you know, just, send uh, us some. Just add on to my Sling account. Shout out Sling for getting them cheap rates. That's there right, man. Um, so, Astros, I think there, there was some. They're being kind of secretive with their corona cases, or I don't think it's – we talked about it earlier, like there may be some rumors of people having it. What's your take on that? Yeah, that's odd. Um, so they got Jose Aquiti, and then they got Jordan Alvarez, um, two big contributors last year. Alvarez obviously won Rookie of the Year, and then Aquiti, he came in and pitched Game 5, a shutout against the Nats in the yeah. World Series. Wow. This guy was a rookie. Um, so he was going to be the number four starter, but since he's not here, and same thing with Jordan – um, not sure. It's weird because the MLB, I felt like most of the teams they've addressed it. You know, they've said who's had Corona. I mean, NBA has done the same thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know if the MLB, if they're requiring teams to release that information because I don't think, you know, the Astros aren't, but everybody's assuming Jordan and, uh, Jose have Corona, which hopefully if that's Crazy. the case, Hey, I hope they, they get better soon because yeah, they just haven't, well, they haven't like been reporting to the games or like, what, why do people say that? I don't know. I guess they just, just assume they just release it where like hey they haven't reported the camp oh, okay. and you know if they haven't reported the camp it's probably mean they're quarantining or some sort or yeah so we'll see we'll see what happens there hopefully they get well soon um two big contributors when they get i see those as whenever they come back they'll almost be like they just traded and got these two guys and then hopefully we're on a roll there and jordan will just come in there hit some dangers and jose will uh <laughs> strike some people out um, but yeah, I got Yankees Astros and uh, an AL uh, championship there. Uh, Sean and I will probably not be friends that seven game series. Love to see it. We'll yeah. sit on different couches. <laughs> um, it got it got intense like the last couple of years, didn't <laughs> yeah, it? Yeah, man. We, I remember one time we had a bunch did. of people over. Yeah, and uh, it got it got it got heated because we had it was like before we had a party and we had the game on and and you know what I'm saying it was me and another uh, young lady who was a Yankees fan and we were the only ones in there and. Oh yeah, it got so, intense. Yeah, yeah but, Sean and I were going back. But you know what? For me, let's. I'm gonna be 100 real with you guys. I my love for the game of baseball has, has declined over the years. So, mm. I, granted, I still consider myself a Yankees fan. I'll still root for them no matter what. I hear you. But I also just I'm I'm also just a fan of being petty and being a troll. <laughs> yeah, you guys know me, uh, Petty Labelle, Petty Wop. Yeah. Um, so it was just fun to kind of have some little digs at you. But of course, in the end. Astros won the World Series that year, so there's really Ooh, no bigger what? dig than that is to go on and win the the greatest trophy there is in the in your sport. Um, so we talked about the American League. We're gonna switch over to the National League really quick, and we're gonna have our our buddy Dan call in and talk about his Braves. But before he calls in, I want to get you guys' opinions on what you guys see for the National League. Is it a one horse race with the Dodgers? Do we see the Braves coming in and taking it? What what do you guys see? Ooh, uh, National League. You know. How can you not root for the the Dodgers? Um, oh, I can, I can tell you. easily. Yeah, it's not that hard. Actually, uh, there you go. I mean, case in point. I mean, I feel like every year they're stacked, but every year they just get they lose it. Yeah, yeah. very underwhelming. Um, Love that. You know, I do like the Braves, and I want to hear what Dan is going to say here when we uh, give him a call when he phones in. Um, but I'm That'd curious the, to about the NL. I, um, I mean, who's y'all's favorite here? I mean, I'd stick with the Nationals personally. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, Juan Soto's twenty-one. So. Did you know that? Did you know that Juan Soto is twenty years old? Did, did really? He's twenty-one. Twenty-one. Didn't yeah, know yeah. that. Twenty-one. Wow. So I mean, the Nats are going to be scary good again. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Any anytime you make it to the World Series, I got to put you in at least in the conversation. Right. Um, I, I am again. I am a realist. So as much as I dislike the Dodgers, 
I imagine they'll be up there. Um, you know, I again, like we were talking about earlier and referencing now, uh, the Braves are trying to make some moves, and and you know, some things went through, some things didn't. We'll talk but, about that in a second. That's a nice little teaser right there. <laughs> but um, you know, I, I think they could make some moves. You know, it's only sixty games, so. I mean, you really, you really got to be mindful about what you do in transactions and, you know, injuries at this point, if there's an injury, you're done for the year, you mm-hmm. know? So, uh, we'll see, but I mean, my money's on the nationals the Dodgers after that, but I, I think it's the Mets. I think I'm going to stick with the Dodgers. I think they've already have a stack team. You go ahead and you add Mookie Betts, who was just had a killer last couple of years. Ooh. Um, yeah, and David Vegas. Price is not playing for the Dodgers, so they're probably Taking uh, outside, yeah, they're much better there. now. Yeah, they're, they're, they got way better there. Addition by subtraction, right? Exactly. <laughs> so, um, so really quick, we're gonna call our buddy, our buddy Dan. We'll get him on the line, and we're gonna get his thoughts about the National League, his Braves, and some of the uh, the Roni cases there. So, let's get a hold of Dan. All Hello. right, and joining us now is our chief Braves analyst, there we go. Dan Godfrey. Dan, how's it going, buddy? That's quite the title right there. I need that <laughs> on a business card somewhere. I'm doing well. How are you guys? Doing, doing well, good, man. Doing good, good, good. So we're, we're talking right now about, you know, obviously the Major League Baseball is back. Um, first off, how excited are you that your Braves are back in action? You know, I'm pretty pumped. At the start, I was a little skceptical because I'm one of those baseball purists. 60-game season, you know. You're missing a big chunk, but I've came around and hey, some baseball is better than no baseball. I was gonna say you really had no choice at this point, right? Right. You're a baseball purist. What do you think? So, if your Braves win the whole thing, is 60 games enough to claim the pennant? Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We had the same conversation uh, last week. We were talking about the uh, the NBA bubble. I said that if you know, being a, a number one LeBron hater that if the if the Lakers won, it didn't count. But if the Sixers won, it was totally legit. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. It's one of those things, especially like at the end of the day, playoff baseball, it, it's going to get intense. If you can make it through that gauntlet, you deserve it. You know, right now it's hard to say, but once we see this thing happen, once you get through the three months or whatever it's going to be, you deserve it if you win. Unless... Unless it's the Yankees. <laughs> yeah. So actually, we just covered the American League. Uh, so we want to switch gears, talk about the National League. So the first thing For we sure. want to talk about is who do you see uh, representing the National League? Is it going to be your Braves? Is it going to who do you think has the strongest chance on this shortened schedule to represent the National League? Those are, I mean, those two names are the big ones. Of course, my my bias is going to say Atlanta because I know we were that close. A key, <laughs> if Chris Martin didn't go down in game one when he was warming up, we still win that series. We beat uh, St. Louis and we're through. But at least that's what I, I, oh. I like to think, right? But, I mean, we, we all, <laughs> yeah. we also, yeah, with Mookie's deal today, that's just so – that's talk about some oh. momentum right before opening day. Like that, yeah. that lineup is – daunting to say the least there and so what what was the what was the numbers for that so mookie bats wound up getting a 12 year 365 million dollar deal that's more than uh what's his name right no mike trout's still the highest oh, okay uh but you gotta remember mlb that's all guaranteed yeah so crazy. About, that's so much money. yeah so 365 million is popping that's crazy. it's insane but hey if someone deserves it, it might be that guy but <laughs> I saw something today uh, on, on ESPN on a little ticker. It said in 2018, he won like MVP, Silver Slugger, Golden yeah. Glove, uh, yeah, was batting reading. title or something crazy. Like he had some crazy year. Yeah, I was reading ago. his stats for that year and he batted like 346. Jesus Christ. Nuts, dude. All right. So, so, so you say, or I was, my, my question was, was how, so how do you think the, the, your Braves are going to fare? You think they go to the uh, take it to the the world series well you know i've been a fan since i moved to this country in 02 and i've never seen the second round so let's start with that but <laughs> i I, met, you know? I joined in with the baby braves and like yeah 0203 so i never even got to enjoy the team of the 90s but oh, I, if there's a man, that was a team to watch no doubt but it, hey if there's a year to do it it's we've got such a young team right now that are just raring ready to go 60 games it's kind of a sprint to the finish we've got the youth mike soroka at the top of the rotation max freed behind them i i think we've kind of got the team 
it, it, you know, it's it's no thirty six year olds running around there. It's it's young guns ready to play. <laughs> yeah, ain't not wrong about that, man. You know, your Braves. You mentioned they're young, and they still have a loaded farm system. I came up with the trade. I have them getting Chris Bryant. I don't know when their trade deadline is going to be okay. really for this season, but since Josh Donaldson left the Braves, sure. that you have you yeah, it hurt pretty bad. <laughs> and then so right now, you guys have what Austin Riley. Austin Riley hit two home runs today in the uh, old exhibition game. He's got some power, but he's got some swing and miss in him. Yes, he, he oh. exactly. I was looking that up. I mean, he had a buck ninety five last year but his whip percentage on curveballs or breaking brawls was 50 yeah. percent. he so, busted out of the door imagine. and and did so well that first month and then you couldn't find him so what if i told you <laughs> you guys got chris bryant and y'all guys traded away kyle wright your number three prospect. you know and I, it, another it would hurt because i mean we still yeah. think it we think he's gonna be our uh, number five who's gonna break the big league roster but as we just mentioned, we've got Soroka, we've got Freed, we've got Young Guns coming, we've got Ian Anderson, killer uh, lefty prospect. Yeah. So I think one of those guys are expendable. And hey, you told me I ship off Kyle Wright, I guess, Chris Bryant? I'm yeah. in, no doubt. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't take long. You know, because, I mean, I feel like if this is a year if, to go chase the chip. Like, yeah, if if you think it. you're that close, I think everybody's going to put their... Oh, yeah. The yeah, you got to go full throttle. It's going to be really yeah, so interesting question... to see what people do when people start selling, when you tank for next year. It's it's going to be really interesting to see how that all plays out. <laughs> yeah. So the uh, the trade deadline was it's normally July 31st, but expectations are that it will move to August 31st. Yeah. Um, wow. So this is according to MLB trade rumors. So I don't – I mean, I don't know if – it says – expectations so i don't know if that's no nah, yeah yet, i believe right? i heard it was the end of august so we got you got one month to figure it out <laughs> right so and then what came out today i don't know if you guys heard um so you know this season it's gonna be 10 major league teams going to playoffs right now today they're yeah. trying to make it 16 teams and they got to get it done by tomorrow i heard that before yeah they're, they're so yeah, good so at they negotiating have like, they have like 25 hours to do it. so if they're able to get that through and there's now 16 teams that can make this playoffs everybody's gonna exactly go. no oh, one's yeah. how could you not you, yeah just get you know when you any it's like any given sunday you know your ace <laughs> could knock anybody out you know yeah uh, it's gonna be exciting i'd be interested to see like what that playoff setup looks like i don't i honestly don't think it'll happen just because it was so thrown together like they said they came up with the idea like 25 hours before they had to get it in good lord so it's like i mean you had this whole time to figure it out, and that's kind of what we'll talk about later about like the NFL with the COVID thing. Is like you had so much right. time to figure out how this is going to work. Like, how do you screw this up? They dropped yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, three game series, all that kind of stuff really changes the balance of like having a, a five man rotation. I know the playoffs is different, but it's it kind of throws everything off, but it kind of makes anyone beatable, you know? Yep. Speaking of throwing things off, um, Obviously, we you guys have come down with the with the Roni. Yeah, we we got that. Um, we got bit big, pretty good. A couple big name <laughs> players: your boy, your son, Freddie Freeman. Yes, luckily um, he's coming back just in time. But yeah, that was a scare. The dude was running like a hundred four point five fever for a while. That's crazy. Yeah, that's what you told. Me. That's crazy. Yeah. Boil or uh, an egg could kick or cook on his egg. <laughs> yeah, 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 no doubt. Good lord. <laughs> Uh, and then also, um, Jeff Francoeur I, got it. That one hurts, you know. <laughs> yeah, old Frenchie. Yeah. That's the voice. It, it's it's tough. <laughs> it's tough to see him get it. You know, he's part of the fam. And I mean, and another one um, that uh, popped up. You were all in the books, and I'm trying to pull up your Twitter right oh, now. Yeah, it great. was actually funny to see <laughs> in real time about uh, the Yasiel Puig. Uh, you, you picked him up. Yeah, we should. We're super excited. You went back on all your I hate Yasiel Puig tweets. Yeah. <laughs> it was just hilarious. I did some searches. I, I said some things that uh, were a little, uh, you know, I wasn't proud of in 2013, 14, but, you know, Look, we can make friends. In Nelson Ag- if you type in Nelson Aguilar on my Twitter, you're going to hear <laughs> just bad stuff. That's so hilarious. Um, so, obviously, break that down for us. What happened? He got the corona, and then it just fell through, or what? So, okay, so there, there were a lot of rumors, like, about how it started. First, it started, it wasn't even reported by anyone, any major writers, no John Morosi, no Ken Rosenthal, but uh, a member of Braves Twitter just tweets out, he's like, hey, I swear, I just saw Yasiel Puig walk out of the Omni here in Atlanta. So, of course, we all go, we all go nuts. We're like, okay, here we go. 
And then an hour later, they dropped the news. So Braves fam, we figured it out. We we broke the news. Everyone's excited. If you would have told me, as I said, in 2014, I would not want Puig on my team. There was a little drama between him and Freddie. <laughs> but, you know, things change over okay. the years. And it kind of just like that signing at the time, Freddie was down, which yeah. we're a right-handed heavy team, even though Puig was a right, or what is, you know, talking as if he's passed. Sorry, yeah. COVID. But uh, no, yeah, he's a righty, but his numbers against le- uh, against lefties were killer. So, sorry, his numbers against against yeah, righties yeah. were killer. So it really yeah, helped yeah. where we were at the time. Um, and and yeah, we so what? Guess there was no official deal, which on a business sense it makes sense because you're not gonna want to sign anyone who has COVID because two weeks of the season is like a third of the year, pretty much. So on a business scale, I understand. Yeah. But I hope we revisit it just because I know like. His mesh with our team right now, him, Acuna, Ozzy, like that's a party. No, like no matter what you would see every day, even if we ain't winning games, they're having a hell of a good time playing, you know? So I hope yeah, it's you, something we revisit. That's down one the thing Yasiel is good for. Like he, he brings that swag, that kind of, no doubt, know, the, that extra toughness. I feel like what Pui brings. I mean, that's, and he's always loose and he's kissing the bat and he's, I don't know, making out with the Yeah, how'd he get COVID? Yeah, one and a half. But. <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> so I'm looking at your Twitter, and this is the one that cracked me up. So you quote, t- you quote tweeted a tweet from 2014, January 4th, 2014. So New Year's Day. So many great things you can put on Twitter <laughs> on New Year's Day. Sure. Baseball season's not even going on. And January 1st, 2014, Dan tweets, it's 2014, and I still hate Yasiel Puig. <laughs> well, fast forward six years to uh, July 14th, 2020. It's 2020, and I. Hey, we can all make up, right? Let's kiss the makeup and win the World Series. That's what we're here to do, you know. Well, yeah, not so fast, my friend. It would be. It's that's so brave for this to happen, and uh, you know, we went and got Matt Adams instead, and he dropped a bomb, a walk-off home run yesterday in our exhibition game. So maybe it was meant to be. We'll see. Only time will tell. All right, Dan. Before we get you out of here, give us your hot take for this shortened MLB season was something that, you, that you're going to see that everyone's going to come back okay. to this. Okay, like, uh, depth. If your team's got depth, you've got some some places to go this year because I, I think it's one of those things, whatever team gets the least amount of positives of, as we get through this thing might win the ship, you know? It, it's <laughs> it's just... I, I hope it's I hope it's Atlanta. So hopefully we can come back to this and we can have a celebratory uh, <laughs> podcast once we win. Oh, wow. But yeah, other than that, and I oh, guess wow. you want something bold. Uh, let's see. Um, I guess no one's gonna win forty games. Ooh, Ooh okay, yeah, that's a bold one. I could see that. I mean, like we said, with the shortened season, you're gonna bring your A one stuff all day, every yeah. day. So. No yeah, doubt. It's gonna be tough. This year's gonna be tough. All right, and settle this for us. Who's representing the American League? Is it Astros? Or Man, Indians? it's oh. not the Astros. I don't think this year. It's that's what I'm talking I mean, about. Dan. Are, are, we, talking are we all about. surprised? Like they are being so sketchy about saying who has COVID. Of all teams, they're being all sly. Oh, oh, Jordan. We don't know where he is. I don't know. He's just not reported yet. So, I, I think it's the Yanks yeah. this year. This you might know. be their year. But uh. Hey, I hope we see you there in the final, baby. No, still, no blow up. Hey, man. Hey, if you know what? If it's Braves, Yanks, you are definitely invited over, and we'll do a live broadcast. <laughs> I won't be here. Hey, that's that works for me. You, Dan. <laughs> All right, Dan, man. We appreciate you calling in. It was good to talk to you. Um, and you know, yeah, hope, right hope, on. Appreciate it, guys. Keep Braves. up the good work. Yeah, for for your sake and your and your mental health, we, we hope the Braves. No doubt, <laughs> I'm due, man. All right, see you guys. All right, buddy. So that was Dan. Always good to hear from Dan. Great yeah, guy. Man. Dan the man. Dan Godfrey, good man. Um, big Braves fan. God bless him. Yeah. Um, all right, so switching over to the NBA. Um, man, so the exhibition game started today. Yeah. Um, Denver Nuggets showed us they had an incredibly tall lineup. They had oh, – uh, yeah. I think, like, the average person was, like, 6'11". They ran, like – they ran uh, – What's his name? Bobo. Uh, Jokic. Uh, Nikolai Jokic. Jokic. 
Nikola Jokic ran point guard. Did you see they tweeted at Daryl Morey, like, how can you stop oh, us yeah. with small ball? <laughs> and then Daryl Morey tweeted back. He was like the, the giant and all the like rope song yeah. laying on the ground. Oh, that's that was pretty funny. Yeah. Um, again, I think this is just they were just trying to throw out some new lineups. But uh, I mean, that was the time to do it, right? Bowl Bowl. Had what 15, 10, and six? Yeah, 16, 10, and and, and the six is blocks. Six is, yeah, six is blocks. He was all over the place. Uh, to be that freaking tall, man. Dude, I'm telling you, he looked like NBA's Jack Skellington out there. Like, he was just <laughs> all, all arm, bro. That all. man is, is that, that jumper takes longer to load than a Civil War musket. I tell you. <laughs> so, pretty much, he had one uh, series. Where he pinned a shot on the on the glass, gets his own rebound, Carried. waves off, yeah, right, carries, waves off Jokic, says, "No, I'm gonna take this, you know, Distance, I'm going Acapulco on this one," <laughs> and brings it down, pulls up in transition, shoots a three, nets it. Yeah. If I'm Bull Bull, you can't tell me anything. No, absolutely no. not. I'm I'm running through the. That's way. right. Um, sidebar: another funny thing that I saw earlier. Uh, remember we talked a couple weeks ago about Rashawn Holmes. Who from the Kings who got in trouble from the for the leaving the premises or whatever? Yeah. I take I recant my statement and and all the bad things I say about him. Turns out I don't. it was for lemon pepper wings. Rashawn totally <laughs> worth it. I totally sense, get yeah. it. Yeah, I totally get wait, it. Wait, wait, wait. From where? It didn't say. Um, I guess it'd be beat ups. I mean, how many women? Do Wing a lot stop. of places do women peppers? Wing stops. Uh, Wing lemon stop. pepper crazy. Pluckers, and, are they? Pluckers has got some good lemon pepper. Oh, shout out Pluckers for your shout lemon out. pepper wings. That's right. Send us free wings, Pluckers. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, and you figure, you know, uh, Wing Stop has got to be huge in Florida because Rick Ross owns like the chain or owns like. Are you kidding? Rick oh, Ross? you didn't know that? Why would I know that? You know, hey, you know who loves some Rick Ross? Who's that? Bill O'Brien. Bill O'Brien does love Rick Ross. <laughs> oh, stop. Uh, <laughs> It's That's unfortunate. Crazy. Neither of them. I, neither I of them apologize, have, Rick. Hey, Rick Ross and and Bill O'Brien. Neither have had a good year in like five, six years. So yeah. that makes sense. Um, but yeah, shout out Rashawn Holmes. I totally get it with the lemon pepper wings. Uh, <laughs> but good news is, is uh, zero positive Corona tests uh, have have come from the NBA bubble. Let's go. That is great news. That's and, awesome. Yeah. And and the question that happens is is what can other leagues learn from the NBA bubble? Is this even possible no. to replicate with I'll other leagues? Tell you right now, no. The the way the NBA did this, it it's amazing that they have everybody in quarantine, legit in a bubble. If they cross that line, they have to go to quarantine. You have MLB and NFL. They still have to travel to teams. Yeah, you still have to go to another state. You have to go stay at a hotel. You have to eat out. That's uh, that's thing a, that the NBA they're controlling. Yeah, yeah, they have them in one facility. Well, it's also because like basketball, you have what 12, 12 guys. 13 yeah. people on a team, right? Coaches at 15, 16, maybe. Yeah, and tops. I'm a trainer, you maybe say one maybe trainer. twenty. Right, tops. Yeah, absolute um, tops. And and also like you don't need much, like a court is much smaller than a hundred yard football field. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you're able to fit. They have like five of those courts in one. Uh, hotel lobby i don't i don't know what it was where they really? have the courts yeah yeah there was like five of them back to back and then they have the partition that they put yeah, to kind yeah, of separate I've them those. you know um I, I i saw that so like the boston red sox for mlb what they're doing is they are taking their suites up in the stadium and they're making them locker rooms. so you have two players into a locker room in a suite which is a great idea that is but Got to remember, they come back down and they're in the same dugout, so it just defeats the purpose. <laughs> the oh, yeah. like, hey, it logic, I like it, but they're going to be in the same dugout. It makes no sense. So. Okay, but do you think as the as the NBA has one central location where all the players are playing there, mm-hmm. um, what if the NFL had say, obviously, I understand you can't put that many people in 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 one space, and there's too many games. Obviously, football is always played on Sunday, whereas basketball, there's games. Monday through Sunday, yeah. you know, I mean? like, literally every day. There's Wednesday night games, Thursday, Fridays, uh, Saturday day games, Sunday night games. Yep. Like there's literally all over, all, all over the place. Whereas football is traditionally Sunday, Monday, Thursday. Is it? Yep. Totally. That's all. Well, what if you did? Okay, what if you had like two of these maybe, and you had big states? So you have maybe you have it in New York, which is saw numbers go increasingly down. You could play big stadiums, and the great thing is, is we have already established. For most stadiums, there's not going to be any fans, yeah. so you don't have to really. Yeah. Like you could play at like a high school stadium, That's like you bad. have it in Texas. You could have a, you get the games in Dallas at AT and T. You yeah. could go down okay. the street to Allen. Yeah, like their high school stadium might as well be a 
professional stadium man, as yeah. it is. That stadium is Texas beautiful. spends some you know money I mean? on some schools, man. So maybe you have like half teams play down here, other half teams play in California or like some other place, you know, where they where they're quarantined. Right. Each team gets its own hotel. The hotel business definitely could use it because they're oh, going for down. Sure, yeah. So you lock them up in a hotel. Your corn, I mean, granted, they're gonna be locked down for like six months, whereas the NBA bubble is what two, three? Yeah, I think like I think the way the NFL is doing it is I was reading a little bit is so like the rookies have already reported. Right. They okay. have to test negative twice. So they okay. they come, they get tested, they go back to the hotel, stay think, in there. And I think two if, days you, later, if you're a tested. rookie that got drafted and later than the fourth round, you test COVID once, you don't get signed. <laughs> Just cut right there. <laughs> Just cut immediately. Just cut. Good Lord. Man, that's cold blood. Yeah, that's brutal. Well, they're already only cutting hopefully down. Hopefully they get their signing bonus. Right? Yeah. Nope. If you get drafted after the fifth round uh, and, you test, and you test Corona, you obviously not trying to be on this team. Well, that's right. <laughs> the Texans didn't have any picks after the fifth round. Um, <laughs> they didn't have any before the second either. Yeah. We're solid there. Good Lord. Well, back to the NBA. I uh, just want to let quick plug for the greatest GM of all time, Darren Morey. Um, <laughs> wow. Yeah, so he was spotted. Okay. Name another GM that is shagging balls for Eric Gordon, uh, Russ Westbrook. That is down there on the court because uh, they, my, the they, Sixers GM wouldn't be shagging balls for Russell Westbrook. <laughs> You're sucking. But he, he's uh, he spotted moving tables and chairs down there because he doesn't want to pay the rest of his staff. Yeah, what it is. You know, the, the, the staff they, they had to cut all the way down. He was saying, you know, well, around the league because Fertitta's a broke boy. Yeah, yeah, right. Nah. But hey, some props for my Daryl Moore. That is me. cool to see. I'll be honest. That is cool to see. If 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 Elton Brand was down there <laughs> doing that with the Sixers. I'd be, that'd be cool to see. You yeah. know what I mean? That, that is something I've, I've never really seen. I mean, other than maybe like Mark Cuban. I know he likes it. He interacts with his players, but I've never seen anybody shag balls, move tables and stuff because they just, you know, unfortunately yeah. they can't travel with the staff they had. And this is the year to do it, man. Like if you're trying to build camaraderie, like this is the year. Like yeah. it's like a, basically a big camp. You know what I mean? Like when you went off to camp, you had basketball camp. Yeah. You had you made a group of friends. You were there the whole time. If, if you don't walk out of this two, three-month period – and not be not the, your chemistry be tight, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's why it's so cool to see. I don't know if y'all see the Sixers rookie Matisse Thybul has gone uh, like viral on YouTube. He created a YouTube channel of like all the behind the scenes from yeah. the from the bubble. Like, and it's really cool to see. And like all of the guy, like they're going fishing together, they're going golfing. Everyone's cracking up yeah. laughing. Yeah, like, it's like a big summer camp. That's and what so, I'm saying. Like this is a, the year. Like I can't. It's gonna. I'm gonna be so torn. When I have to eventually slander them in, in a week and a half. <laughs> ben Simmons uh, three. You know what I'm saying? Close out the game. Terrifying. I tell you what, though. Ben has been raining, according to the two-minute uh, footage that their Sixers Twitter has been putting out. Oh, the, the three, um, three, four. I'm just – I am here. I am ready. Sixers, break my heart. I'm, I'm ready. <laughs> I'm good with that. Yeah, I, I was uh, reading an article earlier that was like, you know, is there a potential for, you know, next – NBA offseason to be crazy with all the guys getting a chance to be around each other and everything that like some guys might, you know, slay some other dudes to come to their team. It's like the Olympics from what was that, 2008, the year that like apparently LeBron, Dwayne Wade, yeah. and Bosch yeah. all decided like, hey, we're all free agents in like two years. We should like hook up. So yeah, yeah we kind of talked about this when the uh, MLB, they did that, you know, secret underground kind of oh, fight yeah. club kind of thing. Right. Same thing, you know, the camaraderie. Good Lord, I can't talk. You're having a no, rough day. Not bro. a good day, but have another one. <laughs> yeah, I might, but you know, just the like you guys hit on. I mean, the guy, these guys are just. That's all they're doing is just hanging out, fishing, and it's just they're building that yeah, relationship. So yeah, it's, it's just gonna be it's gonna be a lot of fun. I'm glad NBA is gearing up. They start what next week? Uh, next. The thirtieth. The thir- The first game is the thirtieth. So a week from tomorrow. So wow, all y'all listening out there, you got baseball starting this. Tomorrow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You got tomorrow. Then by the time you next, hear this, there'll be a game tonight. And then next week, you got b- basketball. And um, then the next week after that, I think training camp for NFL comes out. Yeah. So yeah. Hard Knocks is, uh, is coming out August 11th. You got oh, yeah. back to back to back. You got sports is back. I'm telling And it's cool. Finally. Very rarely is, is all like, well, actually, I don't think ever is all three going on at the same time. Well, maybe mm-hmm. October. Yeah, October would be. That would be the only time basketball yeah, starting, the end of baseball playoffs, and football's in mid swing, right? Yeah, I think football's in preseason games. Not in October? October? Nah, nah, nah. No, nah. nah, oh, football's 
Football starts in Ooh, August. No, uh-huh. NBA must be starting up. NBA, NBA starts just like barely Halloween yeah. night. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. So this is like the first time when like, holy crap, like you could you could watch whatever. You could literally watch whatever. I think there was a time I vaguely remember no. um a couple years ago where the Astros were deep in the playoffs. How deep? I mean, enough to where football was going on. Uh I think it was no, I think I take it back. It was September. Because I remember uh like People were saying that they went to like a Rockets preseason game. They went to the Texans game in the morning and they went to the Astros game at night. Oh, that's that's awesome. It's like the triple header. Like, could you imagine cool. doing that? That uh, yeah, that's on a bucket list, right? Dude, there. My bucket list that's is is uh sweet. They have the Sixers and Flyers arena is literally across the street from Lincoln Financial Field. So I want to go like in October, November and do like a double header. Do a awesome. double header, Eagles game in the morning, Sixers game at night. The bucket list is Go to a Browns game that they win. Right. Well, the expectations are no higher than that. Not hey, playoffs would be great. We got to get there first. You're wearing your Baker Mayfield jersey. Oh, well, this dream has gone to a nightmare <laughs> very, very quickly. So that one question. So you asked, could this work in the NFL as good as the NBA is doing? I think if you, you can allude to the FC Dallas soccer team. Oh, uh, I heard about that. Yeah. So what? this soccer team. Okay, they only have twelve guys. And they're kind of doing what the NFL is doing now is like, hey, you have a week, you get tested. Once you okay. get tested, come back in. You're good. Just a week, don't do anything. <laughs> and then there. five of their guys went to a bar. And then the reason why they could trace it back to the bar is because they posted on Instagram. Are you serious? Yes, that's serious. How, How dumb can you and be? Then, so the five Aww. guys come back. And then obviously they test positive for Corona. They and then guess it. what? They spread it to... The rest of the team, 10 people and a coach tested positive for oh, Corona. we got to fight. We and have so to There's fight. 11 people on the field. Yeah, so we have that's, to fight. That's the whole reason why the Dallas soccer team had to withdrew from the tournament. They oh, couldn't play anymore. Bro, shout out to like the one guy, like the, like the center midfielder who's like, dude, what the heck? <laughs> I never get the invite, and now thank <laughs> That's you. how he knew like nobody invited him. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> you guys went to the bar? What the hell? Four days later. Uh, but I mean – I. Obviously, like I said, I think it's hard to replicate this in other leagues, but I think there's things that you can take from each one. So, you know, like when the Texans were on hard knocks, they showed that like they had all the players shacked up in that what was it, like a Holiday Inn or something behind the stadium. Mm-hmm. And remember they had like oh, Vince yeah. Wilford, he like kicked the field goals yeah. or like, or no, they had the rookie who if he caught the punt, everyone was out yeah. of the hotel. Well, maybe that's what they have to do is like a whole team is just shacked up in this hotel Probably. You just go from the hotel to the stadium, practice, go back, you're locked down. It's going to be like, remember the Titans just doing two-a-days out in that back country yeah. that they're doing. But see, I, I would take a completely different route. Like, I wouldn't go to Disney. I'd go out to, like, North Dakota, well, where there is nothing except, you. like, go probably a Carson Wentz statue. That's like, uh, where does the Texans go? They just started. They went to the Greenbrier in yeah, West Virginia. Yeah, see, like, if they go to a place like that, yeah. that's perfect. It's you know, Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But I feel like Disney, with everybody already being there, uh, you can't do something like that. You know, yeah. you got to go. Yeah, West out. Virginia, almost heaven. Almost. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Mama. That's crazy. Like, could you imagine? I think there's some comedian was like, could you imagine getting to heaven and it just being like a little bit better than West Virginia? <laughs> like, uh, like, oh, I kind of hyped this up, man. I thought it was going to be better than this. Unfortunate. Uh, shout out to whoever said that. I don't It was some comedian. But, um, but yeah, I, th- I think it literally is like everyone gets locked up in a hotel room. I mean, you're a billion dollar sports franchise. You can afford to rent out like, the, yeah, like, like the, the night thing. At least like, the Swedish a couple end. floors, you know what I mean? Like, oh, I would think. you don't need to rent out the whole hotel, but you could if you needed to. Like, you're a yeah. professional sports franchise and the richest sports, uh, the richest league in in uh, the United States. So, I mean, they definitely, I think they could learn something from this where it's like there's a bubble mentality where it's like, hey, we're all together, yeah, yeah, but at the same time, you got 60 people, you know, yeah, no, it's you know, one or two is gonna go off. I mean, odds are it's, yeah. it's going to happen. Well, yeah, but at least you have the infrastructure to be like, hey, this is what it is. And if you cross this line, mm-hmm. like they have at Disney World, or you leave. That's why you're going to need those leaders in your locker room. Like if you looked at, let's say, Ray if you Lewis had, coming. yeah, like a Ray Lewis on your team. Ain't nobody getting caught. You have someone on the offense and defense and just yeah. anchor it down, whether it's, say, like the Texans. You know, it's probably going to be like Deshaun yeah. and then probably JJ, JJ on the think, other side. Yeah. So if yeah. you have two folk, like vocal leaders, 
yeah. on your team. But if you have no leaders, whew, we'll see. They might be in Miami. Which team was that? Was that the Giants that one year? They went yeah. To, they went to the Miami. Yeah, they went on that boat and they like lost like the yeah. next like 12 games or some crap. Oh, Eli. Oh, um, well, I mean, shout out to Eli. He wasn't there. It was like Odell. and like, He's the, the one receivers. guy that didn't get invited. Hey, FC yeah, Dallas. Yeah. <laughs> He's that guy. Oh, Eli. Um, but yeah, I think, I think that's, there, there's certain things that you can take. And even if you want to have it, like, you know, what does that look like? Do you bring family? You know, is it, are you completely sequestered from, from everybody? Yeah. But, I mean, you'd, you'd have to be isolated with, that many people as it is, and then you're adding wives and children, right. that's going to be impossible. I saw something on Twitter. It was like if you were locked up in like the NBA bubble or, you know, whatever it is, and you had the choice of your barber, your wife, or your Xbox, which one would you take? Oh, that's Xbox all day long. I mean, that's... I can go without a haircut and being yelled at. You know what I mean? You know, I'll take my Xbox. <laughs> Thank you. So. Yeah. Uh, haircut I'm solid on. I mean... Your wife, yeah, I mean, yeah, obviously that has its advantages, but, you know, you can hit the power button on the Xbox and everything's off. Yeah, you can just turn it off. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But uh, yeah. but switching over to the NFL, I'm, I'm excited for the NBA being back. I think my Sixers are going to make a run this year. I think this is the year to do it. The camaraderie's there. You get a chance. Check out Matisse Thibel's, uh My son, Matisse Thibel's, uh YouTube page is blowing up. He was like on Good Morning America. He's hilarious. The kid's great. Good, good wholesome fun. Uh, but getting over to the NFL, um, like you said, uh, rookies reported this Monday. Mm-hmm. So Texans and Chiefs, because they're the first game playing, they reported on Monday. So Jeez. Texans and Chiefs rookies reported on Monday. Pretty much the rest of the league was Tuesday. Um, quarterbacks for Texans Chiefs was Tuesday. Everyone else was Wednesday or today. And um, the rest of the team is reporting the rest of this week. So we are – This we'll it, go, huh? it looks like this is happening. Yeah. So, oh, I right. mean, knock on wood, I'm, I'm, again, like I said with the Sixers, I'm going to say with just the entire NFL, I'm ready, break my heart. Yeah. Because if I, I honestly think with just the numbers that are rising and them getting into it with the NFLPA and not having a full-on plan just yeah, yet. Yeah, with no protocol. If they so. came out tomorrow and it was like no season, I would not be shocked. I wouldn't yeah, either. Like, I, I said the same thing. It's the, the lack <laughs> of protocol and no guidelines. No. I mean, at this point, if you plan to open – open up as normal then that means you already have a plan in place like, and did not say anything they had ample time to do this they had oh, the yeah. nba and mlb to mls yeah they had and, every, and not only they that, had every they opportunity can... just to pig, piggyback off of them and they yeah. didn't yeah uh, it's like me procrastinating in college you know it's like <laughs> oh it's due tomorrow yeah. oh let's throw some stuff together you know you can't do that you knew this is you're yeah. playing with people's lives and, here. and that's the thing is like it's just like you nail on the head like you had so much time yeah. and it's not even it, it's like college. Like you said, like you had so much time to get the homework done and you had the answers to the test, the whole, yeah, they're way. right there. You could have just wrote it, it down. Like you, you had a framework of how, of, of what to do and then what not to do. Maybe you see some things that, okay, maybe we don't do this, <laughs> but to have the NFL PA come out and be like, we had to talk with the NFL and it seems like they don't really have anything ready to go at all. That's like crazy. they were that tweet storm that was, um, coordinated by the players where Mm -hmm. all the players came out and said something. And I actually found out apparently it was Byron Jones, who's now on the Dolphins, so I can respect him. All right. Uh, (laughs) But he apparently he was the one that like coordinated, reached out to everyone, was like, yo, I think it was Saturday He's the highest paid quarterback in the league. So, I mean, yeah, he's he's got some voice now. I'm telling you. Um, So, yeah, so he kind of convinced all the the players to do it. So you saw guys like – JJ, you saw guys yeah. like Russell uh, Wilson, Russell Wilson, Patrick Mahomes, I think, even. Patrick Mahomes, Deshaun Watson, Carson yeah. Wentz, Zach Ertz, like literally anybody who is anybody in this league. Whoever came made out. the Pro Bowl, right? Yeah, you know they came out and said some stuff. No Browns. Yeah, right. I don't uh, think. Poor guys. Yeah, I didn't hear from uh, Baker. Yeah, you wouldn't have. And we said Pro Bowl. Or exactly. Uh, <laughs> but there, there was some kind of troubling news that came out that was reported on Monday. Apparently, so the first thing that came out was it was reported that 95 cases in the NFL had been reported. And was, this was Monday. So my first thought was like, holy crap, 95 of the rookies? Because apparently only the rookies yeah. had reported on Monday. So I'm like, damn, 95 rookies? That's like insane. But then I think it worked out to like 3.2% of the workforce. Yeah. So like, okay, that's still not bad. Well, yesterday, the NFLPA comes out and updates the numbers and said, well, it's 59 players. Oh. 
Um, the 95 was like the total total like people who work for the team. Sure, somebody did an office. accident hit the number dyslexia there. You know no. what I'm saying? I've typed really fast. You get your numbers too too fast, but see that's not too bad if you think about it. Because when the NBA uh, when they started doing their cases, MLB, you had that first wave because you have people outside. Once yeah. they get back into their bubble, kind of with the NBA now, if you look at their numbers, they're at zero. And they're in their own bubble. They're in their own kind of infrastructure. And nothing's getting out. Yep. So once NFL, they test, you know, the quarantine who's positive, And then they bring them in. And then if they can keep them in that bubble for, you know, if you tell them, hey, just give me the next four months or five months, whatever the NFL season is. Mm-hmm. that, And then you can go back to doing whatever you want. Just five months, stay by our rules, and you'll be good and safe. I mean, but that's going to be say, tough. Yeah. It's easy to say yeah. if, you, if you have like a wife and kids, you know what I mean? Like, and, that, and that's, and you're that's what the, the, the kicker's going to be. And, you know, that's what the NFL, that was their problem to solve, and they yeah. didn't. Yeah. They, I mean, they literally just uh, sat on their hands. They're like, you know what? I bet this will probably go away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's crazy. With, with such a great commissioner that they had in Roger Goodell, you would think that, uh, hmm. that this would get done. But uh, <laughs> the, the whole statement is laughable. Right. Um, but uh, like I said, it, it, it's good to see. And another thing was, they said that uh, the 59 players tested for Corona at some point before training camp. So that I was thinking, yeah. oh, damn, like they, these are the ones that are reported and they have it as of right now. Yeah. But no, this is 59 of the entire NFL got it at some point. So that could have been March, April. You yeah. know, April. Like, so, so that's reassuring. And I think it's just a matter of like, like you said, like these veteran players and these coaches stepping up and being like, hey, like get it together. We all want to play. We need you guys. Like, mm-hmm. so uh, it's kind of cool to see. Um, another thing that came out uh, just the other day was that the NFLPA is pushing for no preseason games. Yeah. Um, so my question, is, does this hurt teams or does this help teams? What do you think? No preseason games. You're missing out on, you know, getting some getting some real-time snaps in. Yeah. You're cutting down on possible injuries. Yeah, uh, that, that was my thing. Uh, I feel like it's definitely going to have its positives. Um, you know, like you said, it's, you're going to cut down on injuries, obviously by a hundred percent if you don't have any. Um, but I think there are certain fringe players who needed those preseason games Correct. and, and that's, those are the people who are going to be affected. And I thought they should have had at least one preseason game. Like, even if it is just one, I'm cool with that, but you need to give, those fringe players an opportunity you can't be like we're cutting you even though we never saw you play a game that seems a little unfair yeah i'm kind of with you i think this is going to hurt all the way around um i don't know why the players are pushed i mean i get it it's only when i look at it it looks like all the superstars are the ones that are pushing for this but at the same time i feel like you can do two things with this one like you hit on the fringe people whoever's there what's the roster size that they're carrying right now? 80. So 80 is uh, all that's allowed to be at the camp, but they're going to inflate the numbers that they can actually keep. So normally it's 53. They're bumping it to 60. So seven extra. So are those practice squad players? No, that's like actual game day. day Because I don't think they're going to carry a a practice squad. Are are they doing a practice squad this year? I mean, I feel like with 60 people, probably those extra non-starters will have to end up doing scout team of some sort. They'll have to. But if I know I'm like from 50 to 80 – I need to I, show out. I need you one know? game. And then I feel like the NFL can use this one preseason game to weed out all the problems last minute because, you know, you could have something that pop pops up the day of the game. Yeah. You're like, well, I didn't think about that. Yeah. Or, hey, this is – did you know X, Y, and Z here? Like, Yeah. Because all this is new. And I, I feel like uh, since, you know, uh, Goodell just texted me a couple minutes ago. We were oh. talking about it earlier. Wow. Uh, this is a great opportunity to try and start to implement a developmental league, I feel like, for the NFL. Because now you're going you're, you're to have a whole bunch of guys who are going to, for lack of a better term, are going to be unemployed. They're just going to have nothing, and they're going to be cut with no preseason. You got they're, all the XFL stadiums still. Huh? Exactly. Why not, you know, why not bring back the Roughnecks and let's run it back in – a developmental. League. I'm so mad. They would have won, won the whole thing. Well, there would have been a, there would have been a football championship in Houston. There would have been the biggest parade in Houston. Oh uh, yeah, ticker tape. So this is the reason why I think it's it's a good thing. Um, okay. Lay it I, on me. So I don't think. I mean, you're st- you you still have training camp. You still have all of these practices to to kind of quote unquote make the team. If you're kind of one of those fringe guys, they've added the numbers of players they're going to take on. 
Um, but here's another thing. Um, Julian Edelman, torn ACL preseason week three. Cameron Meredith, torn ACL MCL preseason week three. Uh, what, what else one we have? Um, Spencer Ware, torn ACL preseason oh, week three. Are these good people? Edelman. Edelman. Uh, uh, Spencer Ware was doing all right. I know. Spencer Ware was actually the starter. Right? George Font, uh, the left tackle from Seattle, torn ACL preseason week two. Wow. Ryan Kelly, the center from Indianapolis, broken no, foot. And you know what I mean? Like there, there's there's players who are on this list that um, that yeah. I understand it's and, and if you talk to like any of like the veteran players, like people who are like their spots secure, like they're fine with it. There's now you've lowered the risk of me getting injured. But those, in my opinion, they're not going to be the ones playing. It's going to be fringe guys. Yeah. Not necessarily. I just named five people who got injured in yeah, the that's, games. Yeah, that's like – because, you know, they're ramping up. They did week one. Yeah. Usually starters play a quarter. Week week two, two quarters. Week three, three quarters. Week and four, then, But the games like, – but there's a reason why nobody goes to these games and watch because it's all like the most vanilla offenses that you can run because they don't want to tip off anything going yeah. into the regular season. I mean, hell, Detroit went 4-0 in the preseason the year. They, they went 0-16. So, yeah. like, it literally, it literally means nothing. So, I, I honestly – think that like it doesn't really make that big of a deal in the grand scheme of things especially when you're bringing on more players it and does. i get if you're those fringe guys you're you you may miss out on a team but i think you're gonna see more people who uh like normally preseason guys play in the preseason most of the times when those guys get picked up it's not by their own team it's somebody else saw footage of them playing and that's the right. thing and you know the footage is going to be out there for those fringe guys now yeah right you know, some people don't get to make the team. It's a, it's a cold world, man. But you know, it's, I get that. It is a cold world, but I mean, it's at the end of the day, like you have these people, like they're gonna find a way into the league if they're talented. Shout out Greg Ward, go Cougs. Mm. Almost up, single-handedly brought the Eagles to the playoffs. I bet you gotta year. be mad they got Jalen Hurts. Like, you know, I did that in college too, right? Yeah, but not as good as uh, Greg Ward. So. Not as good as Greg Ward. Um, so we we'll, last thing that we'll get into is a you know an internet is a great thing and people get on there they do their research yeah. right so it turns out that a internet detective uh reddit user named static rush oh, uh boy. discovered the, the the same name that registers and manages redskins.com okay registered a new domain Oh, yeah. And I purposely didn't put it on the rundown because I wanted to get your guys' reaction online. Okay. Or, or, or on the air. So the, the 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 guy, the company that owns Redskins.com just recently purchased DCSentinels.com. Ooh. Sentinels. So like an Iron Knight as they're kind of. Right. And is this an ode to the replacements who were the Washington Sentinels? Maybe. A little nod Shane to, Falco? to Shane Falco. Oh, man. Goodness. I would be okay with this. I, I like this. I, I think it's a I, like I said, bringing in DC as opposed to Washington makes more sense to me. And also, like you have to explain to people that like don't know sports, like oh yeah, the Washington, you know, uh, football team. It's like oh okay, uh, we're, we're, what part of Washington do they play? It's like well, no, actually they they play in Washington DC. Yeah. Like, oh, so they're not really the Washington anything. They're, no. they're the DC. It's like, oh well, yes. Um, so just to be able to cut out that conversation altogether makes total sense to me. Yeah. Um, Do you think they did this because that guy copyrighted all of the <laughs> things? So they had to pick that another name. That might be part of it. That might be. Part that of is it. definitely a possibility that this is the only names they had left. But I do like that. It rolls off the tongue. It's pretty nice. And I, and I like DC over Washington. Just like you know, I think it sounds better. Yeah. Um, DC Sentinels. I'd be interested to see like some logos, some jerseys. Yeah. I imagine they probably wouldn't keep the same colorway, which is you saw the the colorways for like. Red wolves and red tails. It was still still all that like red. burgundy. I imagine gold. something blue and gray. Or oh, I figured they'd keep the same color just to make it easier. But I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I I saw these. I saw one. It was it was like you know the one from replacements that red, white, and blue. <laughs> yeah, it's your NDC. It's the nation's capital. Yeah, I think red, white, and blue makes sense. Um, but uh. Question that was brought up was: Do you think this is legit, or do you think this is people trying to throw people off the off the scent a little bit, throw them off the track? I don't know anymore because, like, when 
the Washington name change came out, it was almost like they were going to report everything out. It, it made it seem like when that report came out, they're like, hey, the name is going to be released today. Yeah, that's and what then I thought. All of your thing got copyrighted, and then they had to pull back. And so I think they had a name set. I don't know if the copyright infringement thing kind of. But see, here's took the place. thing: is like at the end of the day, you're a, a multi-billion-dollar franchise. Like you should be able to pay this dude off to get the team name that yeah, you want. Yeah, and and, that, and that's the reason yeah. why he did it. If we're being real. If, I mean, the guy's a genius. Like, well, I'm just gonna just yeah, copyright every single it. name, it's, and if you smart. want it, you can have it. But you gotta come off them ducats. But at the same yeah. time, I wouldn't. I don't think you needed to rush in and pick a name right away. I think this is Fair. a perfect poll is like, hey, you had all these names released and then see what everybody likes and see what ideas get floated around out there and what people logos logos and everything that they make. And then you can kind of piggyback off of that. There was a cool video on YouTube. It's like freaking 30 minutes long, but it's how every team got their team name. Yeah. So it goes to every team in the NFL and how they got their team name and like 90% of them were like polls to fans. Like I remember when they did that for the Texans. Yeah. Uh, I remember they had uh, like a bunch of different ones and uh, I remember seeing Houston Texans and I was like, well, that's just lazy. That's not, gonna, <laughs> that's not going to win. Yeah. Houston Texans is one of the lazy, if not one of, if not the laziest name in all of sports. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. like it's just a really, but yeah, but like 90% of them were like, polls that they put in like the newspapers back in like the freaking 1920s when yeah. those teams were coming out <laughs> um so i think it's worked before i think you want True. fan feedback I, if anybody's opinion you want it's your fans they're the ones going to be buying the merchandise yeah buying the jerseys you know what i mean like paying all the money oh mm -hmm. you want to make sure you pick the right name and the logo because like you said everybody's gonna be as soon as this gets released it or released everybody's gonna be buying it yeah, and right. it's a money scheme at the end of the game. They want to make the most money off the most name. So, which one is going to be yeah, polling yeah. the most? Clearly, I didn't care who they offended. Right, no. <laughs> and you have like diehard fans of Washington who, like you said, as soon as the name changes, they're getting on fanatics mm -hmm. and they're buying. Well, I got to get all the new gear. I got to got to get all that DC scent, that Falco jersey. Let's, you know, let's face it. This doesn't happen a lot. Name changes. So, I mean, no. you're going to get outside just regular football people that aren't Washington fans. It could be Dallas or Utah or wherever, and <laughs> you know, buy that product because it looks cool. Right. I yeah. wonder what the. I'm sure we could look it up. I wonder what the last like name change was. Like it was team. probably the LA Rams. It would, I mean, yeah, something like <laughs> but that. No, but but that, that's a yeah. city change. It's it not would, a name change. It would be, well, then, yeah, I was going to say it would be the uh, the Browns to the Ravens, but again, that's a whole city as well. Yeah. And then the same with the Seattle Supersonics to the Thunder. See, that's what I thought, but I was like, that's, that's a whole different city. A whole Washington Bullets. Team. Yeah, that's, that, that's the first thing that came to my mind was Bullets to Wizards. Yeah. If not that, then. Uh, Which is just a wild transition. What? Bullets to Wizards. Oh, oh, oh you hey. got him. <laughs> and it's like, what about Washington, D.C., again, makes you think Wizards? Uh, the same thing. When I think Toronto, the first thing I think, Raptors. Duh. <laughs> what, else, what else do you think of when you think about They Toronto? are indigenous to Toronto. <laughs> uh, uh, everybody knows that. We're back when Pangea was going on. Yeah. Oh. They were pretty much yeah. dropping big words. Yeah. yeah. I say T words. I cannot, but man. I got a spectacular vernacular. <laughs> uh, I hate you. But, uh, but yeah, no, there's, there's a couple team names that make you scratch your heads. Um, and also, like, I was just thinking about this just now, which is like, Imagine being like Oklahoma City, like, yes, we're finally getting a team name. And like, what is it? Oh, it's the Thunder. It's like, okay, like the one thing that we have to worry about in Oklahoma is like twisters and tornadoes. Why <laughs> right? would you be like the most negative thing you can yeah, think of right. to our city? Like, what would it be like yeah. the Houston flash floods? Or yeah, like, exactly. Like, exactly. PTSD on name alone. You gosh. know? Um, but I guess Miami Hurricanes is another one that, you know, kind of <laughs> insane yeah, to think Thanks of. Thanks for the reminder. Very inviting, you know yeah. right? Um, but yeah, so we'll see. I just thought that was kind of cool. Uh, you know, Twitter and the internet and Reddit, they always find out everything, man. It's just a matter of time. So uh, shout out to Static Rush on Reddit uh, for getting us this information. And we'll see. I mean, the only time will tell. I I imagine they got to have a name before the season, right? Oh, they'd have yeah. to. If they want to make money, they'd have to. Because my thought was like, okay, well, at least they'll have, they'll have the name through this season. And then next year they'll change it. But I'm Apparently, like it's gone now. Oh, it's already yeah, it's done. So, They're I mean, gonna by up... training camp, I I'd imagine in a week or two. Yeah, I mean, you got to make a play soon. Yeah, if you plan to have a logo, you do because I mean the Browns are the only team in the league right now without a logo, and 
it's so annoying. Oh, y'all got that little elf guy. No, that's not. No, like you know, logo. It's you just know, a helmet on the on the side. <clears throat> but y'all do. Well, then what's the elf guy? He's your mascot. He's, he's just a dude. The same thing with the bulldog. It's just a thing. It's just like we we couldn't pick one. <laughs> Get an elf and a bulldog. Well, it's you know the Browns are named after Paul Brown. So what do you what do you we just were like you know what let's just color the team orange. Bro, I could we'll never it out. I could never own a team. The Crowl is such an ugly name. <laughs> hey, shout out to my family, but yeah, I'm, I'm with Crowell's you. Rough. No one's gonna want to say all my last name for any of that. I said, like, you got a lot of bush votes that wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not doing that. Going for the Benavides is. So, all right, man. Well, I guess we'll wrap it up there. Um, again, we apologize. You know, we, we left you guys one day late. Oh, sorry. Uh, but we're back. We're back. We're back on schedule. Expect pods every Wednesday uh, going forward, hopefully. Yeah, not only are we back, sports are back. Yes, yes. sir. Yes. So, um, so the, the next pod might sound drastically different. You never know. You never know. I doubt it. We'll have real baseball, and we'll be a day away from Oof. basketball. Yeah. Real basketball. Oof. Salvating over that. Man, you know what I'm saying? It's been a long time coming. We started this pod because we wanted to talk sports in a time there where there was no sports. And by golly, by gosh. I don't know if we can talk about sports when they're actually going Could you imagine live. if we just ended it right yeah. now? <laughs> <laughs> it. All right, sports are bad. The we're biggest cliffhanger we're, ever. We'll see you back next week, guys. That would be hilarious. All right, man. Well, before we go, Benavides, tell them how they can get a hold of us. Yeah. So uh, if you guys want to reach out to us, you can find us on Instagram uh, at msmproductions2020. Uh, you can also email us at msmdailymail, uh, gmail.com. Uh, yeah, give us whatever you got. Send me a message, a DM, email, uh, whatever you got, man. And I think, I know we wanted to do maybe one more mock draft in August, maybe mid-August. Yeah. Um, and another thing we were kicking around the idea of, Possibly with Hard Knocks coming uh, coming around, maybe doing a Hard Knocks wrap-up show okay, every yeah. Monday. We talk about Hard Knocks uh, after the Sunday show. We talk about what we saw, what we like to be separate from this. It'll still be under the MSM umbrella, but um, okay. it'll just be like a cool little thing that we could do, like a little, quick little 20, 30-minute episode we talk about Hard Knocks. And and, and I, I think it's going to be cool. There's two new teams, or two teams, obviously, uh, with, with the Raiders and the – Rams and Chargers. Rams and Chargers. There you go. One of those teams. Uh, <laughs> they're all there. So it could be a lot of cool stuff to talk about how they're dealing with COVID. I think we should do it. Twice a I'm, fun I'm saying it on air to put the pressure on you guys to yeah, say I yes. Yeah, I see that. I yeah, see I, that. I'm in. So I don't want to do it. We'll, <laughs> I'm out. There'll be more info about that next week. But again, follow <laughs> us on Instagram. Shoot us an email. Um, and we'll see you guys next week. Sounds good. Woo, so stay. Bye. Bye.